When you tune out all of the loud noises, you put your phone away. You oh, as the phone just dinged. That's kind of amazing. The universe is like, are you listening to your own words right now? That's what it's telling me. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, Wine and Shiners. Welcome back to another week of the podcast. Today, big surprise, we actually have wine So it's a big day for us here at the Wine and Shine podcast. We are not drinking tea today. No. Be proud. What are we drinking? You picked it up. um, It's good. It is some cheap cupcake rosé. I love me some rosé. I went to the grocery store. Actually, I meant this for my husband on Saturday night, but we ended up going beer tasting instead. So I saw it in my fridge today and I was like, aha, I will take it. I heard her come in downstairs. I was up here setting up for the recording and... She was like, Nina, guess what I brought? And I was like, wine. And it made me happy. Yeah. Yeah. So we now have come back to our original core purpose of drinking wine and talking about awesome things to awesome people. And one of those people that we are talking with today is Jackie Randall. We have crossed paths with her at the Good Fest and through Katie Dalebout's network. And just one of those people that's in the online space, a wonderful person that we've had the opportunity to connect with. So she's going to talk to us today about a few things. She's got a podcast, Your Art Matters, where she, similarly to us, interviews cool people and yeah. talks to them about their stories. Um, she also has a website, Be With Purpose, that I would encourage you to check out at bewithpurpose.life. But our episode today centers on creativity, and it's not really something that we've talked about in the past, but self-expression is such a huge part of wellness, whether that's finding creativity in music or art or dance or just what other crazy way can you find creativity, Nina? I'm thinking, of, trying to think of something outside the box that's not like talent based um, or tap dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's tap dancing <laughs> or doing makeup or yeah, things, things like that. Things idea. like that. They, you can find creativity and joy through multiple areas of your life and bring it into making you a more holistic, happy, better person and use it to be a light that shines in the light of others. So really that's the whole goal of creativity is finding the things that light you up. And I think that that's a lot about what this episode is going to teach us and Mm -hmm. show us today. Yeah. And we're talking, we are very jealous of Jackie as an artist because if you've ever, anyone that knows that has seen Nina or myself try to do artwork is like cracking it's up. It's a sad experience. <laughs> like very sad. But we talk about like, don't judge it. Right. But before we hop into the episode, we did want to talk really quickly about our sponsor, Care of Vitamins. So we love Care of. You guys love Care of. I know a lot of you have been using it. We've been hearing some awesome things. Um, But they just source some really awesome vitamins. And all you need to do is hop over to their website and take a little survey. And they will help select vitamins that work perfect for your body. So whether you are needing to, you know, give yourself some 
dose of stress relief or you need to get some more omega-3s in your life or some B-complex, Care Of has them all and they come from a really great source. If you're interested in trying out their vitamins, just go to takecareof.com and you can use our code SHINE at checkout for 50% off your order. And without any further ado, let's hop into this really fun and creative episode with Jackie Randall. So Jackie, we're really, really excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to catch up and share. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So we have to tell our listeners, we actually met you at the Good Fest, just like we met Sam, who was on our podcast a Mm -hmm. couple episodes ago. And I feel like the Good Fest has brought so many wonderful people into our lives, including you. And we just have met so many like-minded people that we just love having conversations with. So that's one of the main reasons we liked the idea of having you on so that we could just catch up and chat and just have a cool, casual conversation. Yeah, totally. I was thinking about that this morning because I I think that like connecting in, you know, this day and age is so important. And that's really, again, like how we met. So I guess to introduce that, I guess yeah. I um, like kind of online friends with Katie Dalebout, who was speaking at the Good Fest and I really wanted to, I've, you know, just like you, I'm sure you guys know with your group now, meeting people like in these online communities and really wanting to gather them. So I saw an opportunity to, you know, I'm here outside of Philadelphia to kind of host something. So I mm-hmm. hosted this, let it out meetup. And I kind of thought of that. I, I was talking to Katie about it a while, but a little before that, because I'd met so many people in this area because of her, her Facebook group. Um, and I know, you know, we all kind of meet people all over. So yeah, I just pitched it out and organized it. And like, I was so happy. That was like the icing on the cake of the day. It seriously was. And like Nina, I ran into you like the first person I yes. met at Goodfest <laughs> because when I created that event, like the morning of, I was like checking through the attendees, like for the, the meetup. Cause I wanted to know everyone's faces. Cause mm-hmm. like. I could find you. So I saw you and I think you guys had reached out to me like before the, you know, before that or whatever yeah, we were talking. We were talking, me and you were talking on Instagram a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I must've recognized you too, because I remember I'm like, oh my gosh, you're Jackie. And then I was like, you're so much taller in person. Oh my God. Yeah. And then you're like, you're <laughs> so much so shorter funny. in person. Cause I'm really short <laughs> yeah. and you're really tall. Six, it was awesome. I'm six. Yeah. Like I'm six one. When I put in that Facebook group, I was like, if you need to find me, I'm six one. You probably will be able to see me. And I'm and the then, opposite. Uh, if you need to find me, good luck because I will be hidden <laughs> in the crowd. If you need to find Nina, she's yeah. going to get on Jackie's shoulders so yeah. you can see her. <laughs> yes. That's the best way. And it was so funny because we did our yoga and our Pilates like next to each other. And I'm like falling, you know, like I'm barely like on this mat and you're like, I've got all this space. (laughs) I know. I feel like there was some stretch where we had to stretch out our legs and our arms and you were hitting the people in front of you and behind you. And I I was was just, I'm so sorry. I know. And I just had all of the room in the world (laughs) to stretch out. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad you organized the meetup because that was really fun. It was the first thing I've ever done like that. Mm-hmm. It was actually the Good Fest was my first time meeting online friends. It was like the kickstart really? of that mm-hmm. experience for me. It was cool. Yeah. Well, I, it was so funny. I it was on Time Hop, and this is like totally off, uh, you know, from the Good Fest, but my Time Hop was 
three years ago, I flew down to North Carolina for like my first ever week vacation. And I literally like met, she's now one of my best friends. The first time I met her in person was her picking me up at the airport for a week vacation. Oh my gosh. So like that was, I know. <laughs> I, you know what, though? It's kind of funny. And I honestly, Liz, we've talked about this a couple of times with different guests, I think, is I know we talked about it with Katie Horwich a little bit. But when you meet people online, sometimes you're you just meet someone who's so like minded right mm-hmm. away. You get to know each mm-hmm. other so well because you can't you can yeah. tell even just by like looking at someone's feed, you can like kind yeah. of get a sense of who they are. Right. So like their yeah. their personality is like on display for you to be like, oh, that matches mine. It's like <laughs> online dating, but online friendship. Right. And then, Absolutely. And then when you finally meet them in person, it's like you've known them for uh, forever. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I, the friend that I made, like we, be, we were friends for years from like Tumblr, like the, you know, the journal platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we became friends on like, Twitter and Facebook and, and everything and our both our I think both our parents were like, you know, as long as you guys Is trust each other, like <laughs> yeah. trying to like you know, like online dating, but like, you know, your friends aren't trying to like be with you. <laughs> right. But yeah. But I and I think that's what's like the essence of the good fest is like that's what it created is like breaking down the walls of your online persona and like connecting in person and doing the things that we love. Like that is just that's what I, I love. And I think that that creative energy can really translate into that mm-hmm. for sure. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. I know that you're, you just mentioned creativity and I know your big focus is like self-expression and art. So tell us a little bit about like your artistic journey, I guess. I went to school for graphic design and fine art uh, and I minored in art history right here in South Jersey, Rowan University. And I, uh, I've always kind of just had this like love for art. Um, you know, like I, I interview people about their journeys in art. And one thing that is kind of a general staple is like, you know, when you're a kid, you have all of this like create creative energy. And like when your parents recognize that and they can give you like the tools, um, you know, like crayons and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was younger, like I just took drawing to and, and doodling and, uh, you know, creating things to like a new level and kind of a funny barometer to test. Like I have a twin brother. So like I could literally like side by side be like, my drawings are better than yours. But he, I mean, he's an engineer. So that's a completely different side of the mm-hmm. brain. Right. In a way, my parents were able to like recognize that and, and um, you know, get me into different, you know, like extracurricular stuff. So yeah, I've just, it's always been a thing. And I mean, even you know, when I was younger, I would copy things, you know, like a lot of people, you just copy things. And I distinctly remember I was like six years old and I was drawing like cartoons off of, you know, like those branded Crayola markers that have like cartoon characters Mm -hmm. on them. Like I would draw from them. And I remember my babysitter being like, where did you, where were you, where did you find that? You know, like, where did I draw that from? I'm like, I just like drew it off of the pen. I was like six. (laughs) <laughs> and and I remember this one. I still have it. It, it was like Queen Amidala from Star Wars because my dad like bought me like a three pack. And so I, it was like Natalie Portman. I drew her and I I think I was maybe seven or eight. And I have it. I still have it because it just I just loved it. I don't know. It's so hard for me to wrap my brain around people that have that sort of artistic talent. We don't. Because me and Liz are the complete <laughs> opposite. And it's it's crazy because you know how you were saying your parents kind of picked up that you had this this artistic ability when you were really little? 
It's like I was thinking about me and you, Liz, about how you would just sit down at the piano and like play tunes that you yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah. And my, I mean, my parents were music teachers, so they obviously picked up on that. What I think is really interesting too is, like, I sometimes wonder. So I had this experience where I was, I used to really like art. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. I was like great at it, but I wasn't like <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Like just yeah. somewhere in the like an average child making some art. And, like, I had this art project in third grade, and I distinctly remember my third grade teacher telling me that I should be working faster. For how slow I was going, it should look better than it did. That's Ooh, what she told me. stuck oh. in your brain. And I feel like that time is such a key time to develop no, those creativity skills. And if someone squashes it, I mean, like, oh, for the yeah, rest of my life, I was like, I'm bad at art. Like, what if I would have— been like, no, I'm going to continue to make this crocheted paper plate <laughs> project that I'm working oh. on. <laughs> I always remember being terrible at art. Like, I remember being very frustrated that I couldn't mechanically do the things that other kids were doing. And I didn't understand how a concept from your brain would go to the paper. I mean, you sing something to me, or if I heard a tune, I could hop on the piano and I could sing it right back so easy. But when it came to drawing, no, not not a thing that happened for yeah. me. Yeah. But that's, that's just showing, like, the different, you know, like, create that different avenue of creativity because I think that that's such an umbrella term for so many, like, fun things. But kind of like what you were saying, Liz, about squashing that, like, that just, that like rubs me the wrong way, <laughs> like, like squashing, you know, how fast, because I think art, like you really sometimes need to take your time. Like Rome wasn't yeah. built in a day, like, you know, and it kind of translates to other things, you know, like if you're developing something, it just doesn't happen overnight. So, mm-hmm. but kind of how I feel about art, like when you're younger is, you know, that's a, that's a time when your imagination is like on fire, you know, like you don't have devices and all of these other things. So even if someone doesn't think they're good, like they're still, I mean, every restaurant you go to, most of them have like crayons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a way for kids to like get out what they want to, what they want to, um, you know, see in the world. Mm-hmm. But I think it does, you know, as you get older, sometimes it does, you know, you get, you get away from it. I, I got away. I stepped away from art for years wow. and then I came back to it. Yeah. Do you remember what made you I, step away? I mean, I guess to go like on a personal note, my dad got cancer when I was 11. So I kind of quit everything like sports and everything. And I think that my home life, like just my, my responsibility shifted a bit. Mm-hmm. I have a younger sister with special needs. So I, I, took I have care a younger of her. brother with special needs. Oh, what is like, yeah. and not to say like, what does he have? But, no, like, what? I know. It's funny because it's, I feel like, uh, Friends that have siblings with special needs, it's like a little community. So it's like, I always, what do they have? Like, I'm just curious. But he's, he actually is just very developmentally delayed. Um, And he has like some slight cerebral palsy, but he's 26. No, 25. He's, wait, I'm turning 28. So he's 25, 26, 27, 28. Yeah. Okay. So he's 25 and he kind of has the mentality of maybe a two year old. He doesn't really talk. He is super hyperactive, but he's very lovable. He's very lovable and he's just Nick. He's just Nick. Yeah. That sounds like my my sister. She's 20. She just turned 22. She has Down syndrome and autism Mm -hmm. and she's also not verbal. Um, but she's like such a little like ray of sunshine. Oh, she's nonverbal think- as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she probably like she's very smart. Like she knows, you know, like she can recognize everything. It's mm-hmm. just 
Um, I don't know how to describe it. I'm sure you know. <laughs> I know. I but honestly, like, I know exactly how you mean. It's very hard for me to describe my brother, but you once you meet him, I think you just get it. You're like, oh my gosh, yeah. you can just get his whole personality as soon as you meet him. Yeah, and there's something like special about that nonverbal connection. Mm-hmm. Like you just like you just have to be there. She likes music. So like when she still lived at home, I would always, whenever she was upset, like I would, you know, we'd go in the car and, you know, just drive around the back roads of the country and just like listen to music. Drawing, she never, I think she's more like, you know, just wants to be there and and observe things. Mm -hmm. Um, She really likes swinging. I think that's something, Mm -hmm. the sensory portion of it. My brother is obsessed with music. So we have a piano in the living room and he just like bangs on the piano and he listens to like Barney and Blue's Clues and Sesame Street on repeat, like on repeat. Oh, I could quote Barney to you. Oh, oh, (laughs) I know every single Barney song. I only know I love you, you love me. That's all I remember from my childhood. You just start one and I can finish it. He also has this, uh, he always had a portable keyboard and he still does. Uh And he walks around with it. And instead of playing the keys, he plays whatever button, you know, does a specific song, but he only plays like the first 30 seconds. So he'll be like, and then he presents and like over and over and over again, the same four (laughs) measures. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go crazy. But yeah, there's something about creativity and music. It's like, cause they're like children. It's the same concept we were just talking about. Yeah. And, and I, what I love about art is that it like can bring out that inner child in you. Mm -hmm. That is, is really elementary. I think that when you're supposed to be creative, you will be creative. But I really believe that everybody has a creative oh yeah, bone in their body. Oh, yeah. And I think some totally. people, and I, I even like have some people in mind that are like, oh, I'm not creative at all. I think it's something about letting your guard down and mm-hmm. and not being afraid to let that, because it's kind of vulnerable to be creative. Mm-hmm. You're giving up a piece of yourself. Like creativity is a piece of who you are. So yeah, I think it's hard but, to let that out sometimes. And and my biggest thing when I whenever I hear someone say that, I say that like there are no new ideas. It's just how you infuse your energy into it and it's gonna make it yours. So you know, anytime I see anyone thinking about like the copycat syndrome or anything like that, whatever you bring, it's gonna be yours. You know, you think of like recipes, like all of the recipes have the same foundations. Right. They yeah. might even have the same thing, but like you know, you might put a little extra dab of this, or you might let it sit a little longer, or you might let it sit overnight, you know, like creativity is the same way in art and anything like that. And as far as like it coming into other areas, you know, like, you know, the way you dress, the way you do your hair, the way you do your makeup, you know, it, it sometimes I think you need to like exchange the word creativity for like expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Cause it comes in so many forms. That comes in like yeah. endless forms. Would, what advice would you have for maybe a listener who's thinking, I really have no idea how to ignite my creative, my creative bones. Like I don't even know where to begin. What would you say to them? Get off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Just like getting out into the world and seeing like how other people are living, how other people are doing things. Uh, you can go into like a bookstore or I think thrift shops are really cool because you can go through and find like old records or photographs or journals or clothing and just seeing and feeling things like it, it'll spark something or it'll spark like, an emotion that you can like 
have a conversation about. And I think that to, to kind of infuse wellness into this is like, is being mindful and, and recognizing that. I mean, you see it like it could be, you know, signs of exhaustion, sleep deprivation, um, affecting your skin, your hair, mm-hmm. your weight, you know, whatever, like, and, and really, you know, realizing what's good for you. And I know you guys are, you know, like exploring this a lot and you've talked to people about, um, you know, these wellness practices and it's, it's really like the universe is, or just like life is telling you, like, you need to focus more on yourself. And I think that as creative entrepreneurs or people in general, like we just get so lost in like, you know, the busyness of all of it. And yeah, just really slowing down and and taking care of yourself is like the most important thing. I feel like every podcast episode we ever have, like comes back to taking care of yourself in some way. Like it's all, it's like the common theme that runs like the undercurrent of every single conversation we've ever had. It really is because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others and you can't give your best to, to -hmm. what you've came to the earth to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I think another common theme in all of the podcasts has revolves around some sort of meditative experience. Mm -hmm. And you were just Mm -hmm. saying it, it has to do with slowing down. And when you said you've, you just watch the wind blow through the trees. It's like when you tune out all of the loud noises, you put your phone away, you, oh, <laughs> as the phone just dinged. That's kind of amazing. Put the your phone away. Like, Are you listening to your own words right now? That's what it's telling me. But as yeah. you put your phone away, you take time to just listen to what your intuition is trying to tell you. And that's also when the creative juices come flowing too. Mm-hmm. Cause you get ideas. Your, you're getting, giving yourself the space to hear what's going on. Yeah. And cause I think that like, you know, when you're not trying to take the, you know, picture perfect moment for, you know, social media or, or whatever, you know, and you're not thinking about like how you can edit that photo on the fly or how this is going to resonate with others. Like these like magic moments, like, they'll come themselves, you know, like if you for, if you focus on like, what content can I create right now? Like you're going to force it versus like, sometimes I've taken photos just for as inspiration or like something I could work from later. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go through my phone, like when I feel like I want to post something and then be like, Oh wait, I actually already have something. It's like, you have all of these tools. We pick them up all of the time in our everyday lives. It's just, again, waiting for the moment when you need to use them. That's so good. I think everybody, we should all try a practice this week just to just to see if we can find the creativity that is just naturally around us. Like yeah. Taking yeah. a moment to tune out a little bit, quiet the noises. Maybe that means less podcast. Maybe that means less radio, less Instagram. And it'll still be there when you get back. It'll be there. <laughs> oh, no yeah. doubt about it. And And see what creativity the world is throwing at you. Yeah. So... You also have a podcast, which is great. Tell us a little bit about what sparked that project and what prompted you to create that. So my podcast is called Your Art Matters. And it's like the name of it is mildly One Tree Hill infused, as most (laughs) things are in my life. Like I've said, there was this moment uh, in the show where uh, one character said to another, like, your art matters. It's what got me here. And, um, I just always like loved that. And I, you know, just love the storytelling essence of anything anyone does. And what really kind of 
inspired. It was like my whole life. I kind of wanted to interview my dad about, um, his life. Uh, he sailed all over the world with work and his grant or his father, my grandfather, you know, interviewed himself, like grandfather talking into a recorder for himself, just telling his life. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to do that with my dad because, you know, not to like keep harping on the fact that my dad was sick, but you know, I didn't know how much time I had left and I kept putting it off, putting it off. And then, uh, even like three days before he passed, I said, you know, I need to record. And then he passed away and I didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like struck a chord cause I kept putting things off and putting things off. And luckily because so many people have like great memories of him, I've been able to fill in little pockets, but then I felt like I wanted to kind of give back into the world and, you know, being a creative person, like recognizing that you know, everything, you know, every person, every interaction, like most things that I've done, like it's gotten me to where I've been today. And I think, you know, and anyone can feel that about anything, any decision, anything like that. So I wanted to record, uh, conversations and journeys, like with the people that like got me here. So my classmates, my, uh, professors, my teachers, people out in the community, and just kind of dive into like how they got to where they are today. And in a way that I'm sharing their story for their families, because, you know, we can be really busy and, you know, people might not know what we're doing, but, um, if I can provide that to them somehow, that's pretty much my goal with it. <laughs> that is a such, that's a cool story. I had yeah. no idea that that was the foundation of your podcast. And mm-hmm. it's cool because I think Katie actually talks about this in her podcast is that she's documenting points in time that are always going to be there. Like these conversations will Mm -hmm. always be stored on the interwebs. And I think that's really neat because you can look back and and listen back to them and be like transported back to a different time and have a trigger memories. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. And, and, and one thing about, you know, mine is some people might feel a little like intimidated or whatever, but I'm kind of asking like, you know, how they got here, you know, they might not be doing their, you know, their dream job right now. They might be doing things on the side or, you know, doing, you know, a day job in, you know, in a, in a side project or a passion project, but you know, those core values and Mm -hmm. the the foundation is always going to be there, you know, like who you were as a kid, how you got through school, like those kind of things. So that too is, you know, shining light on people in my backyard, quote unquote, and kind of, like giving them a voice and because, you know, we get to know each other all through these platforms, but, um, I don't know. Some people feel like they need to be in a certain place to be on like a public platform, Mm -hmm. you know, like a podcast, but I just, you know, we're all doing our things and and some people don't get the same light. And so I just want to spread it a bit. (laughs) Yeah. We all have value to share, even if we're not this big I don't know, superstar or something like that. We all have something we can give to somebody else. So I completely relate with what you're saying. I think that's awesome. I mean, just tying into that, like making waves in this world and making an impact doesn't, I think we sometimes, especially when like everyone's accomplishments are on display in either social media or just any kind of media in general, it feels like we're not doing anything Mm -hmm. if we're... Mm Like, I mean, even like the little things we're doing, Nina, sometimes it like we don't feel like we're, I don't know, even with our podcast, we're like, we're really making a difference. Are we yeah. really like, does anyone really listen? Yeah. I mean, they do. And, you know, we've had awesome people talk to us, but right. I think it just goes to show that like, 
making making a difference doesn't have to be this huge endeavor. Yeah. 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 No. Totally yeah. Agree. Totally. So I want you to talk a little bit more about you went into art school and was that something that you got a lot of support in doing or because I know I mean Liz both went to school for music. Right, right. <laughs> and a lot of times people don't really value those choices. They're like, you need to go to school for business. You need to go to school for this. And when people say, I'm going to school for art or I'm going to school to be a performer, they're like, what are you going to do with that? So I'm just curious, just from that standpoint on creativity, what was it like going to art school? Um, I was like completely supportive or supported. Mm-hmm. My, you know, my parents were always, you know, there pushing me to, you know, do whatever. And even like how I said about my, you know, my dad telling me to take a class, it's going to challenge me, um, mm-hmm. you know, when I go back into art. And I, I think that they believed that I had what it took. They just knew my like fire and my passion for it. And, uh, it's funny, actually, I, um, was going through a scrapbook the other day and that my parents made for me at my college graduation. And it said, you know, like, what talents did you notice about me like early on? And my mom wrote something about, you know, art and, and how like much I loved it and how much she knew, like, that's what I wanted to do. And my dad said something along the lines of like fiercely defending like what I believed in. Mm. And it was really cool to like read that because there was, you know, that's my parents doing something unprompted and like writing it down and recognizing it. And also like, I kind of always planned things like a zillion years ahead. I was looking at like internships for things when I was like in eighth grade, (laughs) (laughs) I was always like skimming things. So they, they knew I had the drive. So, um, and then seeing how much it, like lit me up, even if they didn't always like get it. Like my dad was very traditional, like with the, the way that art was. And I just like, you know, really bold, abstract, expressive stuff, but like being able to recognize, you know, what that just, I, that I loved it, I guess. Yeah. That. No, it absolutely does make sense. And now I'm thinking we need to show our listeners something that you've done. Like, I feel like we need to post okay. a picture oh, yeah. of your artwork on Instagram. When we post the episode, we'll have like to that. do a little Jackie artwork display. Yeah. That would be I'll, super I'll awesome. Find something. Yeah, yeah. Find something and send it to us. Cause now I'm even curious. I'm like, I want to see something <laughs> bold and expressive and artistic. I want to see your, f- what can't I make something for you, Nina? What are you trying to say? You, <laughs> you know that we are the worst when it comes to drawing and art in that form. So no, you can't. I'll, I don't even to, want to. I'll have to like dive back into like my portfolios from like undergrad. Yeah. Fine. That'd be cool. No, yeah, I definitely think that as someone in the creative arts, like, or that went to school for that, being supported is key. And mm-hmm. you really do walk away with skills. I mean, I don't know about how art school was, but for us, like, our schedules compared with, I love my sister to pieces. But she, and she's going to laugh because she listens to this. But she would talk about like, oh, yeah, like on Tuesday and Thursday, I have class from like 2 to 3. And I was like, I feel like we always had 8 a.m. classes. 100% class all day. We had like, yeah, right up till 5 o'clock p.m. And it was choir at the end of the day. Like, I feel like life skills and things you take away, like, I feel like we were 
it made us more organized, even though that's kind of mm-hmm. counter to what I think people think of creativity. They mm-hmm. think of like scatterbrained, which I I am. We all have a little bit yeah. of both. I also oh, yeah. think that like the confidence it's given us to, at least me, to express myself in my work, it has been really cool to see. Well, this is going to be the music teacher and me coming out, but I can't stress enough how much I think students and kids and people just exploring and living out their creativity is needed. Your brain needs Mm -hmm. that. Your Mm -hmm. brain needs that sort of output and expression. And when you start, and I think we even talked about this earlier, but when you start Mm -hmm. to ignite that inside of you, it like connects to a bunch of other ideas and then it gets your brain thinking. And before you know it, you're like off on this whole, you know, another world of things. And I think it's just so important for people to explore that side of them. They don't yeah. have to go to school for it. No, by yeah. By any means. No. You don't have to go to no. school for it. But I think if they are going to school for it, I, I don't see why it's not looked as looked at as equal, I guess, mm-hmm. to, in some people's eyes. Yeah. Like, I, I think, you know, and I've said this before, like, I think art school, like, I don't care how long I'm paying off my loans. Like, it was the best investment I've ever made because yeah. of those connections and that time and the resources. Like, as far as like timing, like we were talking about, our studio classes were twice as long as regular classes. So I felt like we were in those studios all the time and not just in class, but like over, you know, overnight, like hang out late and just like this, mm-hmm. this community, like our, our building wasn't that big. And it was kind of like neglected on campus, not in like, we don't have the funds, but you could just tell that art was being made in that building. And I, I just feel so lucky that to have had that. What's cool, like if people are listening to this and they didn't go to art school, like there are so many great like co-working spaces or like free events in your area that you can like go to and have that community feeling and kind of like feel that. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the thing, like if you, if you want to spark your creativity getting into spaces where there's other people that you can bounce ideas off of. And, and I think that social media is a great way to kind of find that, you know, like finding events in your area, finding people. And that's, I mean, that's kind of how we all found each other. It really Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Other than getting out in the community, are there any other ways to spark creativity that may be hiding right under people's noses in other Mm -hmm. various like art forms? I don't know. It it can kind of seem daunting sometimes to kind of think about like sparking creativity. Whereas like for me, I think it's like a mindset Mm -hmm. and you don't always have to think about creativity like in an artistic sense, but you can think of it as like a problem solving technique. Hmm. You know, if, if something's tripping you up, like how can you approach it in a different way? Like just looking at it from a different angle Mm -hmm. and that, you know, that could spark something. So like if you're, I don't know, your dress rips or something, or, you know, you need to like fix something that's hanging up or that like getting like those creative gears. I know it's not directly applied to art, but you know, if, if you need to, if you need a photo or something for a blog post or an Instagram and you can't find it, like there's something in your house that like could, you know, be used or, Mm -hmm. or something like looking at like magazines or, um, literature, even like advertisements or, Anything like that, reading old books or even just like watching television ads, you know, like getting into spaces where, you know, someone else has done the work. You're just kind of feeding off of it, if that makes sense. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah, it's like finding the beauty in everyday things that you just wouldn't 
normally think. Right, and we talked about how being creative doesn't have to be this idea that you just came up with on your own. Everybody, all ideas spark from something else. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just because you watched or read or listened to something that sparked an idea in your mind that you're going to riff off of doesn't mean that it's something that you stole from somebody else or that you weren't creatively thinking on your own. Like you came up with these ideas and now you're going with it and now you're taking it in your own direction. Yeah, like we're, you know, we all have our own like strengths and and weaknesses and, you know, finding comfort in that and even like reaching out. Like if someone, if you're really stuck on something, call someone that you know that that has experience with that. Um, You know, you you call a plumber to fix your toilet, like, you know, (laughs) call like an artist or, you know, someone to like help you through that. Because like we're all like here to contribute and like connect it's kind of like this like mosaic of life, I guess. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're just like everything will like come together. It's kind of hard because I think it takes a sort of, it takes some bravery to be able to put yourself out there in that way. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen, I mean, and what I've seen with you and just, I remember when I met you at the Good Fest, you were like, I'm here by myself. And I was like, oh my, oh my gosh, you're here by yourself? It just, it takes some bravery. We went with the posse. To, yeah, I came with a posse. It takes some bravery to kind of step out into your creative body and to, it's, I don't know if that makes sense, step out into your creative yeah. body, but whatever. Um, I'll, go, I'll go with it. To start a podcast or to start a blog or to just, I don't know. Because Start it's drawing. I mean, you're putting it out there for people to potentially judge. And it's out of your comfort zone sometimes. Yeah. So, what would you say has really helped you become brave in the sense that you have a podcast, you started your blog, you are connecting and visiting people and really putting yourself out there? You know, if there's an event or something that I want to go to, I'm not going to let like people being unavailable to stop me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I go to shows by myself, you know. I, like I'll go to, you know, maybe not the movie. Oh, actually, no, I'll go to the movies by myself. But I really wanted to go to the Good Fest. And actually a friend was going to come with me, but then she wasn't able to. And I was like, well, oh, A, I already bought the ticket. But B, like, I'm going to go regardless. You know, like I, you know, went up into New York City yesterday by myself because I just really want to go up there. And that can seem intimidating. But I promise that, like, of course, you have to, like, factor safety into things. But just going after what you want, you know, like paving your own path. Because I think that just myself, you know, I've spent a lot of time by myself, you know, feeling lonely or uh, maybe not in some ways not belonging. Um, And that could be just my nature because I'm a very outgoing person, but I can also be very introverted and just maybe this feeling like, you know, is it weird if I want to do this? No, it's not. Cause then I wind up, you know, making these connections and, and talking to people and, and re- like realizing like there's more going on in this world than just like the community that I already have and just like okay. striving to like make more connections. And it doesn't have to, people kind of think it's more intimidating or um, hard to do that, but just you know, at the end of the day, like we're all here on this earth together for this time. Like, are you going to, you know, let things like pass you by or just go for it? Because you never know who you're going to meet, where you're going to meet them or how you're going to meet them. And just having comfort that, you know, you're not alone in, in wanting to do what you want to do. So you might run into someone else that feels the exact same way. And then you'll leave that thing with, 
a new friend or a new idea or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it goes back to also when you have the same version of your life every day and the same scenes that are painted because you're not stepping outside of your comfort zone, it's hard to find creativity in a monotonous life like that. Mm -hmm. So those experiences of pushing yourself outside your comfort zone, even if it means judgment by others, you know, in terms of what you're putting out there or feeling alone or or like you don't have anyone to have your back. It's creating a world that is more diverse in terms of experiences that you can draw on that'll fuel your creativity further. Yeah, I think we kind of create the world that we want to live in. And I Mm -hmm. went through a point where, right before we started the podcast, actually, Liz, where I was like, um what's next? You know, like I went through this point where I just kind of was on this everyday same schedule type of deal. And there, it just felt like there needed to be something to spark something new in my life. And then that's when me and Liz randomly started talking about it. And she was like, yeah, this sounds great. And then I never regret Even if I'm nervous and even if I'm afraid to step into something new, I never regret it afterwards because I always come back learning something Mm -hmm. or discovering something new about myself. Even if something didn't go well or I felt dumb or I felt silly or whatever, in the end, that's an experience that I wouldn't have had otherwise. And I always, always find something from it. Yeah. And I I like, I I love like what you guys are doing and, and, like what you're sharing and who you're talking to. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, oh, it's already been done. And and like we said, you know, it could be done already, but it's not going to be the same without like your touch on it. So exactly. just, yeah. Go out there, people. Do something Put yourself out there. Whatever's in your heart, yeah. go for it. That's so corny. Whatever's in your heart, I mean, it out. Yeah. That's something that I'm realizing. I think I talked to you about this the other day about like, taking the time to, I talked to someone recently about taking the time to be selfish and like indulging in those creative expressions and how I'm at a place kind of, of burnout just because I've pushed myself too hard and I haven't set, I have been horrible my entire life of setting boundaries and setting no. And I'm finding that I think one of the things that will help me get out of that is creativity and getting energy Mm -hmm. from those kind of self-expressive activities that'll I think be the catalyst for, I think you can get through any tough time by self-expression and digging deeper in yourself. And I mean, even journaling or whatever. I don't know about you guys, but every time I am with somebody or I'm talking about something that lights up, I don't know what to call it. I keep saying like the creative juices over and over again. I need a new (laughs) term, but that lights it up within me. I am so energized. And even if I'm working like crazy and I'm just in the moment and time is flying by, there's a difference between something that lights me up and something that drains me. And I completely have seen that probably in the last year more than I ever have before. And it's just a testament to really doing the things that light you up more. Think about that when you wake up. Are you doing the things that make you happy and the things that spark joy in you? Or are you just going through the routine that doesn't really doesn't really do much for you? Think about that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you're kind of like coming home to yourself or like yeah. creating home in like what you are because, you know, like home is and hopefully for most people like where you can kind of go to like just be yourself. And, and stepping out of the idea that everything has to be 
perfectly curated and, you know, every detail needs to be, you know, you know, nice. It's like, you know, you, when you take a certain picture that like that mess that you shove out of the way, you know, when you're going to take it, you know, like being comfortable, like it's okay to have, you know, have some, some messy things, but, um, yeah, just really feeling comfortable, um, in, in all of that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'd like to kind of end with, um, of course, we always like our audience to find the people we connect with and learn more about them. Um, So tell us a little bit about your website and what it gives to the people that visit it and where they can find you, how people can connect with you for anyone that would like to reach out to you further. Sure. Um, Actually, before I get into that, I have a quote that I kind of, I posted on my Instagram story today and I kind of felt like it was relevant to what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's how wonderful it is that nobody needs to wait a single moment before starting to improve their world. And that was by Anne Frank. I saw Mm. it on, I think it was the Forbes quote of the day or something like that. So that's awesome. That kind of felt like, like it fit well. It's empowering. Yeah. You can, I guess you can find me. I feel like I'm most active on Instagram. So that is just Jackie MR23. Uh, my website is be with purpose dot life. Um, Ooh, I didn't even know life. dot life existed. Hmm. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> like it. Be with purpose dot yeah. life. That's so intense. Yeah. It's still kind of in, in progress. I actually launched it in December and it's kind of evolved, but right now there's four sections on there. There's the music, which is like the music of one tree hill. I kind of organized a bunch of playlist because every single episode title is a song or album title. So So I organized the playlist so that just it's a random assortment of music. If you ever want to listen to any of it, the main page just, you know, has this little thing that I wrote about living with purpose. And then there's a section for my podcast. So you can go on there and see, you know, people that I've talked to. And then there's a section that it's a little raw to like share. It's called You Are Still Here. And I spoke at my university about uh, there's this panel for surviving your 20s. And a lot of people came there with like business or um, like achievement advice. And I came there like wanting to tell people like if you've ever been through something like I don't know how I can help, but maybe I'll help like one person. So I kind of transcribed that. Mm-hmm. And there's a video at the bottom that's very, very raw to to share. Um, I woke up in the middle of the night and was crying for like an hour. And it's kind of about letting yourself feel what you're going through. So so important for people. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, it doesn't trigger anyone too much. But just, yeah, just I just like the website doesn't really have any purpose other than it's place for me to, you know, what I'm doing. But if anything on there helps anyone or they like it, that's what it is. Yeah. And that's kind of what I've been thinking even with my blog. It's like, you know what? You're just going to put out what feels important to you and what you want to share with others. And if anybody can Mm -hmm. grasp a piece of that and it helps them in their own life, then you've done something right. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like nothing, like, you know, we don't need to, not to like, I guess, diminish anything else and anyone else is doing, but like, it doesn't need to be monetized or whatever, right, you know, right. if something happens, that's, that's awesome. But yeah, I think having a, a space, a website or a blog is, it's a fun way to really share yourself, especially if you're, you know, you find a, a layout or a template or something that's fun and you can really play with it. It's just 
somewhere different out, you know, that you have more control over versus like an app or anything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Another form of creativity. Just carve to out your little space up. on the internet. Another form. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Well, I'm so glad we had a chance to talk again today and you're going to nice. road trip to Columbus. Yep, you're taking the I, Philly crew. And it'll be oh, awesome and we'll meet then. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm totally down for that. Like we need to plan that. <laughs> we'll tour you all around our city. I love being like tour guide of Columbus. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. I can't so. wait. I'm so excited. We really hope that you guys enjoyed that episode with Jackie. I know that it definitely inspired me to kind of find a new form of creativity in my life and just keep searching for those things that really light me up because it it's true that those experiences really help you find this deeper part of yourself that you might not have found otherwise. Definitely. I'll keep doing hip hop dance and and I want to pick up the ukulele. Pick up the ukulele. I have one oh at home. Gosh, I feel like it'd be amazing. easy to learn. You so. have a good ukulele voice too. What does that mean? Like your voice is very simple and forward and light and pretty and that's and like perfect for the ukulele. Perfect for the uke. I could is a yuka thing. Perfect for the uke. Perfect for that uke. I could <laughs> do like Katie Dalebout's theme song. You could. We could have a we could have a wine and shine ukulele theme song. Well, that's kind of a copycat. That is but kind we of. We just talked about creativity. Just because you're getting an idea from somebody else doesn't mean doesn't mean you're stealing it. No. So we have been talking about this new theme song for a couple weeks now, so we probably should do something about it. I don't think I'm ever going to change it. I love the theme song. (laughs) I refuse. (laughs) Who knows? One day you guys are going to be tuning in and you're going to hear something new and you're going to be surprised. And you'll know that it was not my call. Yeah. I'm kidding. No thanks. So as always, please connect with us on social media. That's exactly how we found Jackie was through social media. So Come to us. Let us know what guests would be a great fit for us or if you'd like to connect with us. We definitely want to hear from you. You can also go to wineandshinepodcast.com and connect with us that way. And as always, please give our show a review and some subscriptions. We love to keep you in the loop every week and light up your podcast app. Yes, as always, we really, really love hearing from you. And for those of you that have already connected with me on Facebook, you know it just literally lights me up to have a conversation and chat about anything and everything. So please do. It makes us happy. I think Hayden should do like a ding counter, our audio guy, every time we say lights us up this episode. Ooh. be like ding, ding, ding. I have said that a lot. It's clear. Me too. We should just say creativity lights you up. That's our theme for this for this podcast. It really is. Mic drop. That's all we have for you today, listeners. Have a good one. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.